It is Correct Opinions on Wrestling. I'm George. I'm Melissa. And uh, tonight we're going to be reviewing the AEW Dynamite show from this past Wednesday. You don't know the date, do you? I do not. It's October 14th. October 14th, what she said. And they're celebrating AEW's first anniversary. And, uh... What a year. Great year. Um, I love AEW. I did not particularly like this show. Um, I thought this was either my least favorite Dynamite or in my top three least favorite Dynamites. The anniversary show should not have been this... I don't even know if poor is the word because the main event was so good. Yeah, the main event was awesome. Um... But overall, this, this show was just not living up to the hype for me. Well, so. we already started out bitching. Well, let's continue. I just want to start by saying I do love AEW. There's just some things I don't like. And clearly, we both do, or else we wouldn't be going through the hassle of recording us talking about it every week. So. Yeah. I don't appointment watch anything on television. No. I, I don't, yeah. I don't wait for anything to come on. I don't appointment watch. I don't buy tickets to anything else. No. I mean, not that you can now, but before. I don't buy merch from anything else. So, I obviously really love AEW. But, uh, but I have some problems. And God, you're going to hear about them now. Yeah, let's, let's, let's talk about them. So, we opened the show with Best Friends versus FTR for the tag belts. Um... Yeah, I mean, the match is, is going well. Uh, Trent and uh, Chuck are looking real good. Uh, and then we have a situation where... Okay, so Kip and Penelope are still dicking around with the arcade machine like last week. And Trent gets put through the machine when he's outside the ring. Head first through the machine. Busts the machine. And Penelope... Runs to the back. We later find out that she ran to the back to tell on him to Miro. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. So here's a fucking idea. <laughs> what? Don't play your expensive arcade machine at ringside during a tag team championship match. Well, I have to say, the way Trent's head went through it, that thing was a fucking piece of shit. It was. It was clearly not an actual arcade machine. <laughs> it's a piece of shit. It, it was like a LCD TV in a, in a shell. Like, it was clearly not a heavy-duty piece of equipment. But uh, whatever. I just think, yeah, that's not the point. I just think it's funny that when I was watching it, Penelope runs to the back, and I'm like, what the hell is she doing? And then to find out later, she's fucking telling on them. Is so lame and hilarious. Hilarious in a bad way. <laughs> so this match. Um, I like the best friends. Uh, I really would like to see them get the tag belts. We didn't even finish the rest of the match. Oh my god. So Trent's messed up from going headfirst to the arcade machine. He's stumbling around. They're mocking him. Uh, of course, fucking FTR ends up winning. They cheat. They hit him with the belt on the... Ref's not looking. The ref is, like, cowering on the ground for some reason. I can never figure out. That wallop with the belt looked kind of weak. Oh, damn. I'm just saying. You had it, to go it, there with it? I did. All right. 
I wouldn't go there with it, but... Well, we're here So now. that's how it ends. I mean, the match isn't bad. But then, after the match is over, Miro comes out to attack best friends because they busted his machine. I hate this. Let, let, let's get through the next match, and then we'll we'll really fucking talk about what's happening here. All right. So, after commercial, it goes immediately to Miro and Kip in the ring with Maluda and Lee Johnson. So, obviously, we know what's going to happen here. Why is this dark match on the Dynamite Anniversary show? I don't know. Miro destroys them. And then just starts yelling into a microphone about how he's going to destroy the best friends because they broke his video game. Game over. He loves to say that. And I swear to God, I still oh. can only see Raul Julia in Street Fighter as no. M. Bison. No, that's, every actually, time. that's actually cool. Good point. Good point. That's actually cool. This is so... This is unbelievable to me. There's like he comes to this company and he wants to make a big name for himself, right? No, he's not going for the belts. He doesn't care about the belts. He wants to stand by the ring playing an arcade machine and then somebody accidentally broke his machine and he's screaming like some terrifying teenage boy. I just like picture like someone like breaking their controller because they lost a game. Like Yeah. That sad, like, teenage boy rage. So that's where we're at with Miro. He came here to play video games, and somebody broke his video game. That's his storyline. Now he's in a goofy Twitch gimmick with Kip. And I don't know. I'm not... I mean, obviously, he doesn't want to be, you know, Rusev anymore. And I get that. I mean, you want to have a clean start. But this is not it. I wish we, I want them to get Penelope out of there. Penelope deserves this is, better. This is than bringing this. Penelope down because, like, when they were yelling about the video game machine, she's sitting in the back looking mad. And I'm like, what the fuck does she care? Well, she's just standing there, looking good, biding her time. She needs, and I guess I'm also annoyed with this also because each week women get five minutes to have a match. Why do you have to steal my thunder here? So instead of, like, other people getting a chance to actually, I don't know, develop storylines, we got a squash match that would barely qualify for Dark, so Miro can yell about his broken video game. Oh, I disagree. This is prime time Dark material. <laughs> this is this is your standard AEW like dark, dark match. Oh, I don't think that's possible. <laughs> um, dark is a shit show. Dark is main event... Dark isn't even Sunday Night Heat. Dark is WWE superstars. Here's my question. How the hell would you know? You don't even watch it. You don't even watch it. I Why fucking would watch I watch it. it? I watch it for research purposes, not to be entertained. Oh, my goodness. You don't even watch it. I can't watch that show for research purposes. <laughs> I, I watch it. I had to let him know what happened because he's such a fucking baby. I'll watch BTE. I've come around to watching BTE. And BTE will actually give you a chunk of background story content. It's that's all story why, content. That's why I watch Dark, because... Dark, you've got to suffer through, what is it? It's like 14 fucking matches with jobbers, oh. so you could get maybe, like, two lines of dialogue moving a plot forward. There's, like, stuff going on there, like, what's going on with Brandy Rose and Red Velvet? Oh, I'm and really interested in that. What's going on with Matt Seidel? 
Like, what is... They fall off another turnbuckle? <laughs> yeah, that, that one wasn't great. But, I see your point. Oh, I have, so, I have one thing to say about Dark, though. The fucking Brandon Cutler. Whew. Peter Avalon match. I'm so mad about this. Listen to me for one minute, because I'm livid about this. I was watching that match, and I thought, this is a good-ass match. This is going to be the match of the night on Dark. And they do some double DQ bullshittery again. Just fucking have a winner, please. You ruined a really good match. Peter Avalon goes to hit him with a book, or like his polyhedral die, as the other one's hitting the other one with a book and knock each other down. He ruined a good match. Ugh. I'm going to say this. And it's not just on Dark, as uh, we will see later tonight. The um, AEW is getting a little too comfortable with dabbling in WWE fuck booking. Mm, we will get to that. We'll get to that. But... I feel like we should change the name of this podcast to Bitchin' About Wrestling. Because we do so much bitching. But you know, it's funny. I was looking at a thing before. I was looking at comments for an AEW post on Instagram. And there are people on there going, See, this is why I stopped watching wrestling. Because the fans bitch no matter what. And it's like, tell me one form of entertainment or media where people don't criticize it. Like, why are we pretending only wrestling fans criticize the product they enjoy. I don't know. It. There's a lot of bitching, but I do love AEW. Anyway, this match was You a... can't tell, but I swear I do. This <laughs> segment was a fucking energy vampire, so let's move on to Lance beating up Mox backstage. That's pretty much the gist of it. That happened. They're, they're backstage beating on each other. Lance is pretty much just beating on Moxley. So, I liked it. So that, yes. that was going on. Then next, MJL... Ugh. MJF comes trotting out with Wardlow. This did not work for me. <laughs> he calls out Jericho. So Jericho comes out. They do the whole singing his... His Judas. Singing that damn Judas song, which goes on forever, every single time. Um, Sammy doesn't want to put on the jacket that MJF got him. And Jericho yells at him to put it on. It's way too big for him, so there's, there's a joke there. And then... <laughs> MJF is complimenting Jericho's body and his hair and asked to touch his hair. And I was like, this is weird. But okay. And then I just, in my notes, I just wrote down the lines, cut the shit, keep it real, homie. Oh. Ratings ruler. Oh. And MJF does, uh, he, I don't know, he's doing a little comedy bit. But he asked to join the inner circle. Ortiz takes the mic, says no, but Jericho says maybe, and next week, they're gonna meet for a steak dinner. Nothing about this worked. <laughs> These are two know. guys. How did this fall flat? These are two guys who are very good, but I think having them both leaning way too hard into the comedy bullshit kind of negated it. I think that's what happened here. Yeah, um, I don't know what happened with the show in general. I don't know if it was, I was just tired as I was watching it and I had like no tolerance 
for this stuff. No, it wasn't good. I thought this is so wacky. It was way too wacky. I said so to you, wacky. I said to you during that segment that this is borderline too wacky. I'm gonna amend that. This was too wacky. Like I like comedy stuff and wrestling. Like you need that in there, but this was like over the top wacky. Like it was for children. I wasn't into it. Garbage. I'm not into the idea of them meeting up for steak dinner either. I, which I, is so shocking to me because if like I had heard about this right spot before and I hadn't actually watched it, I'd be like, how could this not be good? It's Jericho and MJF. On paper, it sounds good. Like how is this? But it totally fell flat for me. It it was really Ugh. really. Obviously, they're both funny. Obviously, they're both great. Um, but the execution here just read to me like again. Bad WWE in-ring comedy segment. Oh, it's not as bad as WWE It's not as comedy. bad. It's certainly not as bad as that. What could be on this show? But it was bad enough to where I had flashbacks. Yeah, you got that wrestling. PTSD. Post-traumatic. All right. So the next we have another wacky bit. So we had like back-to-back wacky bits. Didn't mind this so much. This was I, actually... I didn't mind this as much as the other one, but it was still pretty wacky. So for me, it was like, ah, oh, back-to-back wackiness. But Britt Baker is at a spa with Shivani. She's getting a massage. He's getting a facial. Oh, no, wait. Swap. Swap that. It don't matter. It doesn't Yeah, it doesn't matter. She talks about how she's going to be the baddest bitch on the block. Then she starts screaming because Tony's naked at the spa. It's nothing she's never seen before. Come on, who are you fooling? You think she's seen Shivani's Ding Dong? I think there's there's something here. You're an idiot. It's still real to me. Oh, God. Anyway. He, he gets his chest wax like 40-year-old virgin. Then they're getting pedicures. Oh, and... is that what they were going for there? Yeah, you didn't get that from that? I didn't get that reference. I think that's what they were referencing. I don't know. Wow, well, what it an doesn't odd, matter. weird it, old It doesn't reference. have to be a reference. It's just a dude getting his chest waxed. They didn't, like, reference any lines or anything. Okay. But I think that's what a lot of people get reminded of when they see a hairy dude getting his chest waxed. Is that what you thought? Let us know in the comments below. No, don't. Don't. If you're going to comment. Make it good. Yeah. (laughs) God. No wonder we're not. No one has ever commented on it anyway. This really, our attitude here really explains why we're growing at a meteoric pace yeah 20 people listen to the last podcast thank you all by the way like no no bullshit like thank you but yeah if we weren't such assholes maybe we'd have 25 i got something okay anyone who comments on this podcast will give them five dollars um five doll hairs i i'm no i'll give them five doll hairs God, you cheap bastard. What happens if we get a hundred comments? That would be amazing. What if we get a thousand? That would be amazing. I'm not paying... If we get a thousand, I'll just say I'll just fuck it around. Okay. We should be saying this <laughs> off the air. This should be an off-air strategy meeting. We got a hot mic. <laughs> Doesn't matter. So anyway... <laughs> Where were we? After yeah, Comedy World... Um, then we get... What a Ah! Mm. We get Orange Cassidy versus Cody for the 
belt. The cosplay belt. <laughs> Cody comes out. He still has the dark entrance for some reason. Gates of heaven literally opening now. Fucking gates open to allow him to pass through. What the hell? So yeah, he's got that. But now he's blonde again. And I could tell that his hair is angry. He just dyed it. So I know he had to strip that hair. Then bleach it multiple times. So I know he's got an angry scalp. And he needs to tone it because it's a little bit yellow. I've, I've, but I won't get into all that hair stuff. Well, I'm going to say, I've compiled uh, what I'm calling my Cody shit list. Uh, and, and the report uh, is as follow. We, we've got shitty hair, shitty tattoo, oh shitty booking, God. the shitty nickname, the Prince of Pro Wrestling that he gave his damn self, yeah, shitty that's wife. creepy. I mean, I'm, I'm sure she's a good partner, but as far as being on my TV, I don't want to see her. What is the fucking point of Cody? He's just using this to get himself over everyone else be damned. There's no reason for it. It doesn't make any storyline sense. Coming back five weeks. Let's get into the match because we're starting. Oh. To, we're starting to repeat ourselves every week. Well, maybe about if, Cody. Well, maybe if Cody wouldn't suck one week or would do something that wasn't just putting his ass over. Well, you know what makes me feel better about this. I thought maybe we were just being assholes about Cody, but I look at comments on wrestling things online and if it's about cody i don't see not one positive comment why do you feel bad about that why don't you just feel vindicated no that's what i'm saying i do feel vindicated oh okay it's not just us who don't like this lots of people don't like this he's awful everybody doesn't like this he is, he is a fucking albatross he oh, started Lord, calm down. he started a wrestling company so that he could book himself to be triple h why, why did that deserve mockery? Yeah, it was one of those. We need to get like a sound effect of like a crowd doing that, and then we can hit it every time. We don't time. even have theme music. Well, we'll work on that. It, put it on the list, <laughs> the to-do list. All right. So we got this match. Darby is up in the seats watching. Um, Cody is just really condescending through the whole match. Because Orange doesn't wrestle the way he wrestles. This was, um, I have here as a note, this was King of Sloth style versus boring ass Matt wrestling. And I don't like nothing, that. I don't like that. There's nothing wrong with Matt wrestling, as you pointed out, but this was not entertaining. What qualifies as Matt wrestling to you? It was just a lot of slow fucking... You, you know what I mean. It was very, they pointed out, it was very amateur wrestling inspired. And that's good for a minute. But it was a it very... It depends on who it is. It was very slow. It was a very I slow match. I pointed out to match. you, look at Kurt Angle's wrestling. You don't look at Kurt Angle's wrestling and go, that's boring. But Kurt Angle could pace that. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Oy. Oy. So... He finally gets Orange to lock up, which I guess is a banner fucking day for some reason. Um, at one point, Orange is doing his little shin kicks. The crowd's going, oh, oh, that whole thing. He fakes out to a super kick, mm -hmm. then does a uh, dive through the ropes, knocks Cody out there. 
Is that where he's on the guardrail for a long time? I want to say yes. At one point, Cody gets knocked into the guardrail. Yes, that and was he's just, it. He's just hanging over the guardrail for a long time, and I was like, is he cutting himself? And he wasn't. He wasn't, but I'm so suspicious of him because he was hanging on the guardrail, and they were doing all this diversionary stuff where the Dark Order was out there, and they start getting involved, and the Dark Order gets thrown to the back. And I'm like, why are they diverting our attention away from Cody? He just, just and I ha- thought, oh Christ, he's cutting himself. But he, just he didn't. was having a nap. He didn't. He was just I don't know what was going on. Something was happening. So Orange, yes, who was gonna hit who with the belt? Orange Cassidy had a chance to hit Cody all the with the belt. He played it clean. He gave the belt to Arn. Classy move. At one point, Cody's in the ring doing push-ups, and the crowd was booing. Good. Which I thought was great because that—that's so—he's such a dick for him supposed to be a good guy. Such a dick. Um. So there's a diving DDT near fall. And this is Orange doing it. Uh, Michinoku driver near fall. Great two, spot there. Great spot. Yeah. Two beach break near falls. On the apron. Yeah, one of them was yeah. And then they're locked in a figure four countering back and forth for a while now that was good that was entertaining that was on the mat and that was good yeah but then we get to oh one minute till time's up jesus christ and orange cassidy has been beating his ass the whole match orange i don't remember what he does but he goes for the pin one two time's up bullshit Ugh. And I get that's their intended react in the intended reaction. That's, Is it? I, I'm sure. You want? Do you think they wanted people to see this match and go, "What a bullshit ending"? But what I thought was funny is, as soon as it was over, my thought was, if Cody's a real babyface, then he would give him another shot because a real babyface would recognize that that's a bullshit ending. And I thought, oh, Cody's such a bastard. But then later, it turns out that they will have a rematch. So I'm like, okay. So I give him props with that because I feel like if he really is a good guy, like a real good guy would look at that and go, oh, this person deserves another shot because it came so close. Cody was a real good guy. He'd put over fucking Orange Cassidy and give him the goddamn cosplay belt. Well, we'll see what happens. Cody should have turned heel here. Cody should have turned heel here. Oh. Lost the belt. Quit booking. I'm not booking. The match happened. We discussed it. But I'm saying that would have saved this whole angle where he comes back in five weeks to get the fucking title back. The first two-time champion in AEW because, of course, he fucking is. I don't think that's anything to be proud of. I think that's always funny whenever you see someone brag about how many times they've won the belt. I don't understand why that's something to brag about because that means you've lost it a bunch of times. Please explain it to me how it's good to have lost your belt and gotten it back a bunch of times. It doesn't make sense. It's not really something to brag about. But nothing about this made fucking sense. Well, that's just something that happens in wrestling in general. This was a dud. Good, Good performance by Orange Cassidy, though. Oh, yeah. It was really intense. Really good wrestling. But... Damn, if Cody just doesn't irritate me. It's so, like, tone deaf and 
It's like they have a lack of self-awareness with how nobody likes that. Nobody likes that. So after this trash fire of an ending, we go backstage and Mox ambushes Lance during an interview. Mm-hmm. Not mad at that. Turns into a brawl. They're being held back. Oh, and I have to say something. Them boys in AEW love that bleach. Because Archer has bleached hair now. Ooh. It's like they all have like little parties, like slumber parties, where they get together and bleach each other's hair. Everybody's got the bleach. Looks good. I don't mind it. I just think it's funny that another person has bleached hair. So that happens. Then we go to the crowd where Matt Hardy is with his wife and three babies. And he announces that he's 100% healthy. And then he gets interrupted by something on the screen. Someone. Let me paint you a picture. Someone in a black hoodie with their back to the camera is burning pictures of Matt Hardy. And then you see their face and it's Sammy. And Sammy says, this shit ain't over. That's not what he said, but that's me. Sammy attacked Matt at All Out. Oh, yeah, he's also the one that hit him with the bat. I forgot all about that. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, he's the one who took his knees out. So that happened. So, yeah, then there's that, and it goes back to Matt, and he says some stuff. And but this is what's happening next. They're, fight. They're fighting. That's going to be their next more, thing. More of that. More of that. All right, so then next, another weird thing. All the tag teams are out. And uh, in the ring, they have, like, a bingo or a lottery wheel. And they're spinning it to pick four tag teams that will be battling for... Wait, what do they get? A shot at the belt, I'm guessing? The winner of that match gets a shot at full gear at the tag belts. Okay, yeah. I mean, I figured it'd be for the belt. Dark Order. Butcher and the Blade. Private Party. Interesting mix of tag teams. Who's the fourth one going to be? Young Bucks. Gee, I wonder who's fucking winning. I thought, like, what made me, like, slightly sad about that is I was thinking, wouldn't it be cool if they actually were pulling it randomly? Or at least they were selling it that way until we got to the Young Bucks. When it, Yeah, when the Young Bucks got picked at the end, it was like, oh, they ruined any illusion of it being actually random. <laughs> um, so the Young Bucks super kick everyone, basically. Yeah. There's a brawl. That happened. That happened. So I guess that, that starts next week. And then we have Swole versus Sheeta for the belt. I don't even know what to say about this. The match, I thought, like, the wrestling looked good. Sheeta wins. It's in the death spot. I don't know why they keep doing this to me. Honestly, this whole, well, it's to you personally. They're personally fucking on me. And, and... I'll tell you, like, this is the second time in a row we've gotten a women's match in the death spot. They send these matches out to die. Don't I mean, this whole show has been it, a fucking death it spot. It wouldn't matter if they put this on the beginning, the middle, the end. There's no investment whatsoever. There's no story. Where she'd have even been? Why should I care? Please, somebody tell me. I wish they had never taken the belt off of oh my god what's her name nyla <laughs> oh my god i couldn't even think of her name why did they ever take the belt off her why didn't they just let her build up this idea that she was an unbeatable beast for like a year 
I mean, if you're not going to give the women any stories, why not build this really, really long-term booking? Ah, <laughs> uh, they don't give me anything. There's no point to this division. There's no promos. There's no back information. There's no stories. No character development. There, There's no... <sighs> Where's Sheeta even been? What, who is Sheeta? What is she up to? I don't know. She comes out with a kendo stick. And that's Sheeta. I think Swole could be a star. If they let her do anything. All, all she does is, like, all they let her do is come out and, 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 and dance a couple of times and, and say Swole about 50 times. I and... thought her match with Britt Baker was fun. That was the only, That was really good. That was the only thing in the whole women's thing that has ever had, like, an actual build-up in a story. <laughs> and it was entertaining. And then, like, they didn't do anything with it after that. Trash. They're fucking on me. Trash division. I'm gonna re I'm gonna say it again, and I know you hate this, but week after week after week with this just shows me if this is the best they can do, they should have gone the New Japan path and just not fucking had a women's division. I know what your goddamn opinion is. And it's a correct one because it's in the name of the podcast. I just think you're a piece of shit. Alright, well we'll agree to agree on that. Alright. So then Eddie Kingston comes out with the Lucha Bros. They're on commentary. And then we cut to a video where Sean Spears is talking about Scorpio Sky. And I was, like, thinking, damn, wasn't Scorpio Sky going to be, like, really pushed? But, now, like, what's happened with Scorpio Sky now? Who cares? Okay. <laughs> that happened. And then we get to really the only good thing of the night. Archer comes out. New music. New hair. Great music. He's wearing like a German helmet of some kind and like a biker helmet with spikes down it. Tosses a man through the fucking Yeah, he enters by throwing someone through like glass and comes out after them, which is great entrance. And uh then Mux comes out like he do. Like he do. Oh, and it's a no DQ match because they kept beat the hell out of each other backstage. So it's no DQ, which doesn't, is always a, a good idea. Doesn't he open with a paradigm shift? Yeah, he immediately, Moxley immediately hits a paradigm shift, and Lance Archer immediately kicks out. That was so a that's good how start to this match. And on commentary, Eddie Kingston is sassing JR. He's a he's, sassy boy. He's great on commentary. Um, Moxley starts pulling out chairs. Whips one at his head. That was a nice whip. Yeah, he whipped it hard at his head. And uh, he sets up two chairs. Lancer. Uh, Lancer. 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 Thanks, autocorrect, reading my notes. <laughs> Lance gets a choke slam through the chairs. No, which looked... Lance choke slams Moxley through the chairs. Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, that's he, what you said. He, he, he lands it, basically. And then Moxley puts him in a knee bar. Countering the 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 chair shot. Yeah, and um, when Archer's in the knee bar, old Jake the Snake pulls him, grabs his arm, pulls him out of the ring. Oh boy. Uh, so Archer's on the outside holding a trash can. Moxley runs the rope right into it. Hard trash can shot. Um, there's a dick punch. We're on the apron now. Dick punch on the apron. And then a paradigm shift off of the fucking apron through tables. Yeah, that was great. 
Um, then Lance gets put into a bulldog choke. And on commentary, Eddie Kingston is talking about how he didn't tap out of the bulldog choke, which I think is hilarious when people brag about how they don't tap out of a choke because it's like, well, if it didn't get broken up, you would be dead. So is that really much of a brag? It's a, po- it's a point of pride. <laughs> what is the point of pride if you were going to, like, die if it wasn't broken up? So Lance, I guess you're cool. So Lance breaks out of that. He gets yeah. the, uh, he hits the blackout. Moxley rolls him up, counters it, and uh, gets the win. Wins by roll-up. What a match. Great fucking match. This... This saved the evening. Yes. Um, if this match had not been as good as it was, and it was fantastic, this could have easily headlined a pay-per-view. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, the rest of this night, a dumpster fire. Well, let me just say also that after the match, Archer's beat on Moxley, and the Lucha Bros enter, and surprisingly, they hit Archer with a chair. And uh, Eddie Kingston helps Moxley up. He's giving him love, talking about how he always knew he was going to be a star. Then all of a sudden, he hits a spinning back fist, puts him in a rear naked choke, and just great. And then, what I think is one of the most important things, Eddie's on the mic talking about how great the belt is, and how the belt is everything, and everybody should be trying to get that belt. And I just want to be like, fucking thank you. Can that be everyone's motivation on the show? We got fucking Miro over here crying about a broken video game. It's like, who gives a shit? Like, you are setting yourself up to be fucking mid-card or lower. If you if you don't want the belt, what is the motivation for your character? Like, your ass is going to end up on dark. That... That was a dark segment it that was. somehow ended up on this fucking important show. But yeah, back to the 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 main event. It was great, and like you were saying before, like every time you see a Moxley match, it's different. Every one of his title defenses has felt different, and original, and interesting. And they all haven't been, you know classics I, i'm thinking partic- there's only one i don't like i'm thinking of the jake hager oh match. my god that's what i was gonna say and that's not on moxley jake hager just fucking sucks well my problem with that is i don't like it when wrestling tries too hard to be mma it really went too hard in that direction and to their credit they pulled back after that i yeah i don't like yeah i don't it, mma's mma and wrestling's wrestling i don't need those ufc style promos i much prefer the moxley oh, as an yeah, old... when they were doing tales of the tape and yeah and like the little like documentary style i much prefer moxley at a dive bar talking like he's an old gunslinger and he knows he's gonna get shot and reflecting on the way of the samurai and and, and all this other crazy great shit his matches are like everyone seems except for that one i don't like every one of them seems special without being gimmicky cody (laughs) so pretty much lance was great moxley is the best eddie kingston also the best chef's kiss to the main event of this show 
The rest of it, let's just all pretend it didn't happen. Studs and duds of the night. Studs and duds. We need like a little song for studs and duds. Well, we'll, we'll get on it. Put somebody, it on the to-do list. Somebody make us one and then we'll send you 20 bucks. All right, I'll pay 20 bucks for a studs and duds song. Studs and duds. The stud of the night. Well, should we start with the stud or the dud? Let's start with the stud. The stud is John, John Moxley. Moxley. Easily. The stud of the night. What a the match. The stud of almost every night. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking we're going to say the dud is Cody. And you can make a good case for it. <laughs> but not tonight. No. <laughs> not tonight. No. Tonight's dud, capital D, dud, Miro. Miro. It's not that I don't like Miro. Uh, he has such potential. What is this? This is a death gimmick, man. I swear to God, every week I'm like, what is happening here? This is... I, I mean, obviously it's not as bad as a cuck angle, but you're you're headed in that direction. Uh, you're, you're just... A fucking grown man screaming about his broken video game. And to be fair, I would do that, but I'm not supposed to be a big, bad professional wrestler. Would you be screaming about your video game machine that you set up next to a wrestling ring? Yeah, and then you... Game broken! You know what? I probably would, and then you'd come out and be like... Oh, I forgot the, the stupidest part of that. He's mad at Trent when it was one of the fucking FTR guys who threw his head through it. What the hell? He didn't break their machine. He got his head put through it. How the fuck is it his fault? So, it's like ten different kinds of stupid. So, Miro is the dud of the night. And that... Let's see if Cody can get it back in, uh, in, in within five weeks, like he did with his cosplay oh. title. Oh, burn. So, for me, I didn't love the show. I did love the main event. The main event was great. Yeah. But, yeah, that was the fucking show. And this is this fucking show. So, fucking, uh, yeah, it's a little bit late. Sorry about that. We won't go into why. Was that ominous sounding? Yeah. I, was that suspect? Yeah, it was a bit sus. Oh, I was just like tired and not feeling well. Yeah. So that's, that's the story there. But it's up. Don't worry. It's up. It's up. Fucking listen to it. Comment. And subscribe. Do all the things. Do all the things. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram and leave a comment and I'll send you five bucks. Leave a comment and I'll send you five bucks. That. You want that five bucks? You could buy one of those box meals at Taco Bell. That's, that's not, not sponsored. That's not a legally binding <laughs> promise, not, but. It's not legally binding. But comment anyway and see what the fuck happens. You know, comment and I might send you five bucks. There. All right. Now we can't get sued for that. It's a possibility. It's It's possible. To sue um, us, they'd have to show intent that we were never going to do it no matter what. And oh they, my god, you're so worried about the legal. And they can't do that because they don't know our minds. <laughs> anyway. Oh, we're going to be making one of these podcasts um, this weekend about the very first episode of AEW. We'll be re-watching that and reminiscing. And also, soon we'll be making a YouTube video to show off our AEW toys. Gotta hurry up and do that before the next round come out. We never got our brandy, but oh, what a blow! I know, but culture. we paid for it, so it's on. It's on back order. I'm sure I'll get it eventually. 
Yeah. I think she just hoarded them all and she sleeps on a bed of them and... and... Maybe. Could be. Doesn't matter. Just show's over. Show's over. Turn it off. All right. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. See you next week. Bye.